0: Shalom, and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Here we are, Friday morning, opportunity, some of us immediately post tefillah, post prayer, some of us uh, are just doing this um, in part of the morning flow. I want to say hello to those who are here in the chapel at Temple Beth Am, and hello, let's see if I can a little bit and block the light uh to those who are joining on Zoom that didn't work okay i'm not gonna I'm not gonna overthink it because uh, your eyes are gonna be closed anyway uh and hello to those who are joining on Facebook live and hello to anyone who might be listening to this um asynchronously on the temple to Thumb podcast um looking forward to spending these minutes with you uh and I say those words with kind of intentionality because. On some level, a mindfulness approach to reality and to meditation, um, is, um, some of the most individual moments we can spend alive, right? When we are pulled back and focused in, uh, it is just us in sometimes a raw and overwhelming way. Uh, sometimes people halfway through a meditation, they, I can't stand how disconnected they are in that moment from every other living thing. On the other hand, it's a very shared experience, Um, not only with the people who you're doing it with in real time, but there's also a sense when you pull into this meditative mode that you are more connected to human consciousness and to humanity than you are when you're just kind of going through your days. So when I say I'm looking forward to sharing this with you, I, I mean that. We're going to have very unique and different experiences as we go in there, but there'll be some tether that connects us to one another and to anyone else who might be searching for a moment of peace in the world. Uh, the Torah that I want to build this meditation around has to do with ideas that have been coming up both in recent teachings I've done and also in my Rashi class, and that has to do with the extent to which the plagues that we're in the midst of in these parashiot. Are either just random ways to decimate uh, a nation who has been oppressing you, or very intentionally chosen by the Torah to represent something about the Egyptian society that they were trying to annihilate or trying to punish for sure. Um, and we keep getting this phrase, Mida Neged Mida, one of the people who are with us here today, Alan, mentioned that in one of the classes recently. That Some of the ways of reading uh, why there's an individual, there's a certain plague is that it's a specific, it's a measure for measure. Midakanegad means measure for measure. A specific plague that represents something about the evil and the wickedness of Pharaoh. The most recent one that we discussed in the class is whether the sixth plague, Shechin, which is brought upon by Piach Akibshan, the Sut of the Kiln, why does Moshe have to throw that into the air? Why does that bring the boils? And the idea is that the soot is the residue of the backbreaking labor that the Israelites were doing in the kilns to produce the very bricks that was the centerpiece of their enslavement. And so it's going to be from that residue that the Egyptians are going to feel the power and the wrath of God. Midah, Kaneged, Midah is a very uh, common rabbinic idea. It's also very common. Human idea, right? You know, what goes around comes around. Um, kismet. Uh, uh, um, you know, it, there are, in many cultural traditions, this idea that somehow things redound back to you. Usually, that is referred to in the negative. And in rabbinic thought, middach and considered like the person deserved it. The person was punished for something that is connected punished in a way that was connected to something that they did that was wrong. Uh, all this is an intro, is that I want to go into a meditative space where we are reclaiming middha k'nege not as a way of understanding why someone might have been punished the way they were but what our obligations might be to those who've done good to us. Because middha k'nege midah can also mean a positive thing, right? A midah that has been shown to us, how are we reflecting it back to them? So, with that in mind, a few conceptual steps away from our Shadva era, but this is the world of Midrash. I want to invite you to close your eyes. Start to sink into this moment. start creating a womb around yourself that is in some level impenetrable by sounds or vibrations you might be hearing, or feeling, and by thoughts that want to come in, because our mind is constantly producing thoughts. See if you can conjure a membrane around you and around this moment. Within which is only this moment. Things might be storming around us, banging around us. Inside this amniotic sac, as it were. The only thing we have is ourselves, our breathing, our mind, and these quiet extended moments. Pay some attention to your body. If you're a little slouched, try to stand up. Sit up a little straighter. With your spine strong and straight. See if you can bring your mind to places in your body it might be holding stress, that you can release. Letting your shoulders wilt. Your forehead relax. Keeping the muscles around your eyes becoming slack and your jaw becoming open just a little bit. So that you permit yourself a gentle droop with only the absolutely necessary muscles engaged, whether you're whether or not you're sitting in a room colder than as comfortable like some of us are here see if you can generate or be witness to the warmth of the mind. As if your mind is radiating heat that you can almost literally feel. Let's breathe into this moment with seven deep breaths in the nose and seven deep breaths out through the mouth. Mida connected mida, a measure for a measure, a punishment which fits the crime, karma, things going around and then coming around. we move that in our minds to a place of obligation and duty. What do we owe because of what has been bestowed upon us? Whom do we owe Because of the Mida of Tov of goodness, they have shown us. Let your mind erupt in a face or two or three, representing An unrequited midah of goodness shown to you. Not that this person is waiting or expecting or resenting the absence. They've done good to you for its own sake but Mida kneged da, And you mirror that goodness back to them in a way, in a format. that makes sense given how they have acted to you. Using their kindness, their grace, their generosity, as the kernel or the seed or the inspiration. What you will pay back or even pay forward. Mida, ineged, Mida. It's not just a divine takedown of a tyrant, it's an ongoing human responsibility. to even things out, if not in quantity, then in kind. Midah, inigid Mida. Choose one such face and resolve to make some progress. this week midah done can you're ready, you can come back to the surface, come back to this world with all of its sounds and banging and obligations, hopefully a little more whole, a little more well than you were beforehand, and I'll pull up the closing meditation prayer, and we'll say it three times together. free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to you all shalom and shabbat shalom and namaste. Have a good one, everyone. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts.